0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. In this podcast, we take a reading from Scripture each day. We look at the background material to that passage and also application for us. Once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Haggai chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. Now, Haggai is a prophet that comes to Israel in the time when they have returned from exile. So imagine the time period that what we're dealing with. Israel goes into Babylon in exile. They're there for 70 years. Now they come home. The geopolitical situation has changed. You see, the Babylonians are the ones that came and destroyed Jerusalem. They're the ones that took the best and brought us back with them. People like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Ezekiel, and others. They took them back to Babylon with them. But then the Persians destroyed the Babylonian Empire, and they come and they take over the Babylonians. Now under Persian rule, we have the Israelites being sent back home. So they're going back to their homeland, and they're going to find that their homeland is in ruins. The, the fields are in bad shape. The temple is in ruins. The walls must be rebuilt. Now I would say if you want to know the historical situation for Haggai, I would go read the first few chapters of the book of Ezra, and you'll see the historical situation on the ground in the time of Haggai. But Haggai is raised up as a prophet of God for one sole purpose, to encourage the people to get back to building, to be to build and rebuild the temple. So once they get home, things are not great. They really haven't learned their lesson. You're going to hear this repeated theme over and over again in these minor prophets. They come home from exile, and they still are not doing what God has called them to do. So in this passage, you're going to get a glimpse into what Haggai is all about and what his purpose is for writing. We're going to see that there are Deuteronomic curses. You, know, you Go back to the, the book of Deuteronomy. There are curses that God issues upon Israel for their disobedience, and those curses are still taking place in the land. The land is not producing crops like it should. The people are still hungry to some respect. But the whole point of this book in the early parts of this book is they have lost sight of what it's all about. They have lost sight of what's most important. And I think that's what's really applicable to us today we this, So let's read through uh, this short passage. The book of Haggai actually is very short. It's found right smack in the middle of the twelve minor prophets. It's the very center of the twelve minor prophets in your Bible. It's a short book you can read in one day easily all the way through. Uh, and it's, it's pretty compact, but it's not very hard to understand what Haggai is getting at. And you'll see that in these first six verses. Let's read this and then we'll talk about this passage. Once again, this is the English Standard Version, Haggai 1, verses 1 through 6. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai, the prophet, to Zerubbabel, the son of Shiltel, the governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehodazak, the high priest. Thus says the Lord of hosts, These people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. Then the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet. Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses, while this house lies in ruins. Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages does so to put them into a bag with holes. Now notice what this is all about. He's going to tell us a Specific time period, this prophecy begins. So we know this is probably August the 29th, the year 520. Darius the first he reigns from 522 to 486 BC. So Haggai or Haggai makes no bones about it. This happened in real space and time. He gives us the very day the word of the Lord comes to him. And for four months, the word of the Lord will come to Haggai. And those four oracles over that four month period will form. The structure of this book. So as you read through, you're going to see four specific oracles that God brings to Haggai. And Haggai is upset with these people. They have come home. God has sent them back home graciously. The time of exile is over, but in a sense, they are still in exile even in their own homeland. Things are not going the way they should. Now there's certain people he, he mentions, and these are really important to note, the people he mentions. First of all, Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel is known as the son of Shiltel. Shiltel is actually the son of Jehoiakim, the king. So, Zerubbabel is the grandson of the last king of Judah. He is of Davidic royal blood. So, he has royal lineage. He actually could ascend to the throne. And then Joshua is the son of the former high priest. So, Joshua comes from priestly stock. So, you have this return of the kingly line and the priestly order back to Israel. This is what we're being told by Haggai. And so these two are directing the Israelite people to rebuild the sanctuary, to rebuild the temple. But notice what they're doing this wrong. They've come back and supplies are scarce. And what they've done is they've worried about their own houses. They've got their dwelling places exactly the way they want them. They built nice houses while God's temple lies in ruins. And so Haggai calls them out and says, you guys just decided on your own, But it's not time to rebuild the temple. You were sent back home to do these things, and you just decided on your own you would not rebuild the temple. But you have decided you would build your own house. Is it okay for you to live in a paneled house, and your house all complete and ready to go, and the house of the Lord to lie in ruins? Is that okay? That's the question that Haggai is asking these people. It's a question we need to think about. Are we putting priority in the right things? Are we caring more about our own personal wealth? Are we caring more about our own personal peace and affluence than the kingdom of God? Is church just an afterthought for you? I want you to think about that deeply, and this is for all of us to think about. When it comes to your finances, if you looked at how you budget your money, what would people say your biggest priorities are? Is it the work of the Lord? Is it the advancement of the gospel? Is it helping the poor? Would those be the things that people would see come from your budget? Are those your priorities, what God cares about? Also with your time, you know, a lot of people find it hard just to assemble on Sunday, that somehow uh, that is a tax on their, their weekly schedule. Are you assembling with God's people? Is there a time priority? Are you taking time to study God's Word? Are you meeting with other Christians? Are you making yourself available to what your church has available for you to grow? into the image of Jesus where are your priorities are you going to if you have Wednesday night classes if your church offers that are you making yourself available to those things to online options so when you look at your time and your money and your energy would we if we as we take inventory of that would we say your priorities are in the right place you see god calls these people to account because their priorities are not in the right place and throughout scripture You're going to see that's a really important principle, the priorities of people. And you notice what happens here at the end. The reason that things aren't going well for them, the reason they're still living under the curse from the book of Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy, you have these covenant curses that God gives, and you see what will happen to them if they're not faithful to the Lord. Those things are happening. The land is not producing good crops. It's not producing good food. And it seems like their labor is useless. That goes back to the curse in the Garden of Eden. That we would have fruitless labor. That we would labor uh, by the sweat of our brow. And what would come up would be thorns and thistles. So it would be almost like we'd work all day. And it's like you're just uh, basically digging a hole and filling it back up again and doing it the next day. And that's basically what Haggai is saying. That they're working and they're earning wages. And it's like they're putting it into a bag filled with holes. It's just as they work, the money goes out and there's nothing left over. There's no excess from their labor. So there are curses here, real curses for not obeying God. And that's not popular these days. A lot of people say, well, we don't find that in the new covenant. I would say, I beg to differ. <laughs> you can look at the book of Matthew. Like in Matthew 5, you have covenant blessings. The blessings of the new covenant community. Just read the Beatitudes, the blessings. And then turn to chapter 23 of Matthew and look at the curses, the woes that Christ issues to the Pharisees. And those curses and woes would still hold true today. We have covenant curses today just like they did. So the land is not producing as it should because they're not faithful. They're not making God their first priority. And that's really the question that hangs over us today. Do we make God our primary focus? Does his kingdom come first? And we say a lot of things. We say we believe certain things. Certain things We talk big. But when you look at your money, your time, your energy, what is that telling the world about your priorities? Well, I hope you're blessed today. I hope this prophet continues to challenge all of us, and I think he will. And I invite you to come back tomorrow. Devin will be uh, driving the podcast tomorrow. We'll have uh, David the next day, and then Philip will join me for Friday. Like I said yesterday, if you know people that could benefit from this Bible study, these daily readings that you find in the Westgate Bulletin, all we're trying to do here is get God's people to read his word and then provide some commentary. Save you some time. We're studying and looking at commentaries and other sources and, and providing that material for you. So as you read the passage, this could be a companion. You know, if you don't have time to sit down and read the Bible passage for this week, you can play this podcast and we read through the passage. And then we provide some applications. So if you know someone that would benefit from this, please let them know about this podcast. Well, hope to see you back tomorrow. I know Devin always does a great job. God bless you and thank you for listening to this podcast.